Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. What's up and welcome to Kinda Funny Games Daily for Thursday, March 25th, 2021. As always, I'm Tim Geddes, joined by timor hussein from GameSpot. how you doing timor tim tan thursday baby back like a bad habit i'm good uh yeah uh very excited to be back here for tim tan thursday it's kind mm-hmm. of like uh it's, it's the thing that's keeping me going now i know that oh, one yeah. day one day in the future i'll have an opportunity to, to host alongside tim and it will give me enough life to carry on to the next one that's why I'm, I, li- I I'm, li- totally- I'm living for these now I appreciate that. You know, it's such a it's such a fun time always with you. I, I we I feel like we vibe, and I know we that we that. vibe because yeah. I am a man of fine taste. I am a man <laughs> of fashion, as they say. Kevin, I'm going to need you to to bring up this uh, this tweet right here because yesterday uh, you, in my opinion, broke the internet uh, with your, oh my god, your brand, the brand new <laughs> the look of 2021. Uh, this shirt is everything. <laughs> <laughs> everything now for audio what? listeners uh Tam, you can, you please, this? can you describe the shirt that you're wearing the hoodie so the hoodie is uh i found it on a instagram page that is called like selfies underscore foods underscore something like that and it's just this person uh the 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 uh i believe the threadless is threadless.mabson.com but it just takes all these 90s mish era like things mashes them together and is like creates this like new logo for a thing and it is like the one that i saw there was um, amazing there's another one that i really want to get which is like the akira logo and it's got like nsync era justin timberlake like looming over it and it's just like it's just the weirdest shit shit that we all care about like we love us oldies Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, and like just squashed into one thing. So that one was, that one stuck out to me cause it hit a bunch of things that I like, mm-hmm. um, Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, The Rock, Britney Spears, and, uh, obviously Ocarina of Time. I was like, you know what? This is good. I'm into this. <laughs> I, just, I love, I love the idea of someone, if they just popped in right now, or if they're just listening to the audio and they hear you describe it, it's like, yeah, you know, it's all the things. It's Yu-Gi-Oh, The, the Rock, Britney Spears. And, and obviously you said, obviously, obviously. Ocarina of Ocarina Time. Time. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> it makes perfect sense. Oh, it does make perfect sense because this is kind of funny games daily where each and every weekday we come at you with all of the video game news that you need to know you can watch the show live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games or you can watch it later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games or roosterteeth.com in video form if you would prefer podcast form guess what just search your favorite podcast service for kind of funny games daily and we'll be right there for you you could also get the show ad free with the exclusive post show and you could be a Patreon producer, just like the nanobiologist, Blackjack, Trent Berry, and Blackjack again, over 
at patreon.com slash kind of funny games thank you all so very very much for all of that support but i want to get right into it because it's a it's pretty banger of a news day a lot of stuff to talk about some good news some bad news some news that's just kind of there but you know what we're going to make it entertain me because that's what tim and tam do right tam Mm -hmm. yep always we're ready Mm -hmm. to make it entertaining Mm -hmm. so let's begin with what is and forever will be the roper report see kev it took you a while to get in it was like you came in a little late and it sounded a little weird and i was like yeah not his best work but by the end you were building yeah. up and and you ended like vibrating and that that's the type of energy yeah, I it's, need a, on it's, a, it's a lot like Zack snyder's justice league <laughs> <laughs> Which, which Tam, you just told us that you stayed up till 3 a.m. last night watching yeah. it in one sitting. In one sitting. I just Very went impressive. In. Give give your three sentence review of Zack Snyder's Justice League. Uh, I would like to know what Zack Snyder did to Joss Whedon to to deserve such ire from him. But also, it's fine. Uh, you know, it's it's leagues better than leagues ah, better than. Ah. Uh, the theatrical cut, I think, but obviously highly indulgent. Um, and I don't know what I would love to see Zack Snyder's Spotify playlist because it is definitely <laughs> trash. <laughs> like, what are you listening to, my dude? Justice to Spotify, everybody. Story number one Microsoft is cutting the Xbox Live Gold requirement for party chat and free-to-play multiplayer. This comes from Jordan Alleman at IGN. You will no longer need Xbox Live Gold to access Party Check, looking for groups, and free-to-play multiplayer features on Xbox. The news was revealed by Xbox preview program developer Brad Rossetti on Twitter, who says multiplayer and free-to-play games, looking for groups, and Party Chat on Xbox no longer require an Xbox Live membership, Xbox Live Gold membership. Uh, the changes are being debuted to Xbox Insiders in the Alpha Skip Ahead and Alpha programs at the moment, ahead of general of availability uh they are saying they're flighting some new features multiplayer and free-to-play games all things i already talked about this means that when the update comes to all xbox users will no longer need an xbox live gold subscription to create a party chat with friends look for a multiplayer game or play free-to-play multiplayer games on the xbox system it's not clear exactly how many games will be compatible with this change but there are plenty of high profile free-to-play titles on xbox like apex legends and destiny 2 that will benefit from this what do you think mm. about this, Tam? I'm honestly like I. It's one of those things that I had to be reminded that it wasn't the case, which is kind of wild. Like I'm right there point, with you. Yeah, at this point, you just assume this is the case, and also you kind of assume Microsoft already had this on lock because they're so good about consumer value and making sure there's no barriers, unnecessary barriers, but apparently not. Um, that's not to say like that. Um, um, talking shit about Microsoft. It's just one of those things that I'm glad they have it now. They got it done, and like like as mentioned earlier, I think there's going to be some immediate benefits to a bunch of games like Fortnite, like Apex, like Destiny, and even things like you know MMOs and 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 that that have like a free to start elements. You know, like A Realm Reborn, for example, Final Fantasy um, is is you know you, you can get the the first expansion and get a healthy chunk of the way through it without you know paying anything and now you can do that on 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 wait is that on is that on xbox i think it's on xbox i might be losing my mind but i'm Looking pretty sure right it's now. on xbox i, I think it is but too. Yeah, I, i'm pretty yeah. sure they did that thing where they got all the final fantasies or like all the yeah available yeah. so st- 
maybe it's not on Xbox. Maybe I'm imagining it. But like you know, those those free to start style MMO style games. Um, those <laughs> will, those will be... to to cut you off real quick here. Uh, there's an article from Windows Central from less than a month ago saying an Xbox version may still be coming for Final Fantasy uh, 14 <laughs> on Xbox. Uh, so that was a, an interview with the producer director of the game. Right, right, so, right, right. So yeah, there but, you go. But yeah, so like, you know, that was a bad example, but there's other games in the similar vein that, you know, you can jump into and play. And it makes a lot of business sense as well, because now, you know, you imagine anyone who developed and published those titles will be will be happy with that because... You know, a lot of their business model works on uh, microtransactions and people are, are, aren't able to get into those games if they have barriers like you need to pay for Xbox Live to get into them. So it's a good thing. And as Microsoft moves into more platforms, you know, broadening out the ecosystem, making uh, their games via Game Pass available on PC and everything else and, you know, mobile phones, etc., etc., via um, their kind of uh, streaming services. It just makes sense. It just makes a lot of sense, and I'm glad they're doing it. Yeah, you know, it's it's crazy to have been in in love with video games for as long as we all have been to see how much they've changed and grown, and for games to be as big of an industry as they are and as as mainstream as they've become. Because it's crazy that like getting to the end of this article and them talking about Apex Legends and Destiny Two, the fact that you could play those games for free. And obviously, there's a lot of the microtransactions and, and money. Uh, it, they're trying to incentivize you to pay money. But to start, the game itself is free. And it's not like it's just some small little demo. It's not some, you know, like, oh, whatever. The game's not really that good. It's like these are big AAA titles that are available to, to people that all you need is a console. And at some point, Xbox making it where you don't even need a console. <laughs> you know, it's just yeah. like with the power of the cloud and all this stuff. And it's just so cool that games can simultaneously you know be anti-consumer and start growing to the point that we're going to be seeing what 80 90 games at some point but then there's the other side that's like but there's so many crazy experiences that you can get for free then there's game pass that's kind of everything in between and you know of course there's the 40 50 titles um that they release but it's just it's really cool to see how everything can change and grow and it doesn't all need to be done the exact same way and like measures and metrics of success the the key performance indicators can be different depending on title even for one publisher even for one developer like not every game that they make needs to be trying to obtain the same type of stats um what's crazy to me is looking at at microsoft the last couple years and all the decisions they've been making to really build this foundation for what this generation of xbox uh which potentially could be the final generation because it's just going to keep adapting and changing we've said things like that other generations and it hasn't been true but it does feel more true than ever here uh but they've done so much good and this is another step there but there still was that misstep last year where they were talking about raising the price hike of of Xbox Live. Mm-hmm. And granted, they immediately pulled that back. But it's interesting to think that that did happen. Now this is happening. There's all these rumblings about Discord being bought by Microsoft. Like, I wonder what story is is happening here. Like, what with this Xbox network combined with them, if they were to acquire Discord... Uh, and with them, you know, getting rid of the party chat and all this stuff here, it's like, I'm starting to see a path where it's like, yeah, the Discord thing to me seems like a very wise call on them uh, to really own that space and make this shit just work even more than it already mm. does. I, I guess, like, what is, it depends on, we just make assumptions when, when you know, people, uh, 
where reports say uh, Microsoft in talks to buy Discord. We make assumptions about what Microsoft will do to it. Um, and that means, you know, most people are probably thinking they're going to swallow that bad boy up, turn it into Microsoft Teams 2.0 and, you know, just you know, pump it out and what we will get is something that we're not used to. There's a decent chance they'll just buy it, just own it and not do anything with it um, because they they have a track record of doing that at certain places. And, you know, they that's very much their strategy for studios right now, it seems. Um, so there's my hope is like they the th or what I believe they're doing is like cultivating communities and ensuring that wherever these big gaming communities are, they have a, a presence there. And Discord is one of the biggest, obviously. Like there's there's millions and millions of people on that thing. And I think by integrating that into their platforms and services, that just means that they're making that connection between Xbox and being a communal place for gamers a bit stronger. And then you kind of have that tunnel into games themselves, you know? Like now you you, you can think about it as like you jump into a Discord with some friends. Microsoft owns Discord. You're like, what should we do? Let's play a game. What should we play? Let's play something multiplayer. You can go to Game Pass. Is that my Alexa is going mad? Um, <laughs> you can go to Game Pass, and then you don't have to pay anything extra, and you're good. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah, what, what totally. And you know, about? and I've been enjoying the these the new Xbox headphones quite a bit, and I, I really like that they have the the different volume controls where you can turn the different sides of the ear caps. Uh, for mm. control, for like voice chat, for game chat and stuff. And it's like, obviously headphones have been able to do that for a long time, but I like seeing Xbox kind of trying to be able to be a one-stop shop for all these things. And yeah, you know, Discord is something that I haven't been too familiar with until the work from home situation, which now it's part of my everyday life. Uh, but being able to pop into the servers and really kind of understand what it, it's all about, it's like there is so much varied communities uh on this platform and it's it's cool to see and like granted there's so many fears and so many things that microsoft buying them could potentially go bad and it's like we've seen time and time again whether it's google or microsoft or facebook or whoever gobbling up other companies and, and ruining everything microsoft themselves with skype right mm. uh but i i'm kind of with you where i do think that this is different and i do see them keeping discord what it is because that's what they're buying it for i don't see this as a mixer type situation i i, I do see this as because mixer was more like okay we got to do this to compete with twitch this to me seems more like uh we don't need to compete with anybody it is the thing and mm. i i don't see them taking away the functionality uh from playing nice with playstation for example or something else i do think that they want to build a better gaming ecosystem overall because more people wanting to game and the ease of gaming means that more people are going to be interested in a service like game pass which every single move they're making right now is building towards getting that subscriber number as high as humanly possible. Yeah, agreed. Like it just makes a lot of sense for them to buy it if they do buy it and then just let it carry on being what it is and just, you know, support it and where possible just integrate it into their services. I would love to see Discord appear on Xbox, you know, live and I don't know, maybe I'm giving Microsoft too much credit, but it feels like if they decided to make that work and then went, hey, other platforms, you can do this too. Here's how you do it. Here's the information you need to make that happen. Mm. That feels like a plausible thing that Microsoft of today would do. Because one, it means that their their platform or their service gets them into more places. And two, like it gives a lot of people goodwill around them and their place within the, the industry and their 
element of benevolence that they're trying to cultivate here. Um, so that would be super beneficial. Yeah, I, yeah. I kind of I hope that is how it shakes out if they do end up buying him. Yeah, totally. And you know, when you add on the the fact that cross play has been such a big thing the last couple of years, and and I always bring up like the fact that Call of Duty multiplayer is cross play, and one person could be on a PlayStation, one person on an Xbox, and people on PC. That is unbelievable. Like no one would have believed that five years ago, right? But mm. where we're at now, because of things like Fortnite, which are it, honestly bigger than a video game, it's kind of it is. There's so much more to it that that is an expectation for so many different types of games. Not all games, but so many different types of games. And I think when you add that, add some type of better voice chat, better party system to get people to constantly come back. Everything is about getting people to want to come back, right? Mm -hmm. Netflix puts out original programming to get people to, to come in, and then they have all their library content of sitcoms and stuff to get them to stay. And when you look at this, it's the same idea. It's let's get them in with the game, but let's get them to stay because they want to hang out with their friends and just talk. Yeah. And it doesn't really matter what they're doing. And Microsoft is on some big galaxy brain shit if they were to do this, because if you're in the party chat and you're hanging out, your friends are on PlayStation, but you're on Xbox, that doesn't matter. But what does matter is when you're talking about the next game you're going to buy and someone's like, oh yeah, I'm going to buy it. And it's like, okay, well, I get it on Game Pass. You know what I mean? It's like it's built-in advertising there that eventually groups of friends are important and where they play games is important. On the PlayStation 3 era, so many people went to 360 because that's where Xbox Live was. That's where you could play multiplayer games. And that changed and shifted you know, your group of friends and how they played games. Then there was the shift back to the PlayStation 4, the next generation, and that changed things where a lot of groups were splintered because they were so Xbox diehard and then weren't able to play with their friends anymore. We're now at a place mm -hmm. where that's kind of changing. And I think the next step is the conversation around, okay, well, we can all play the game wherever we want. Why would I pay more when I could get something like Game Pass and have it work? Yeah, and I think, I think you hit on something super important there like cross-platform that is only going to become more and more prevalent and this the the issue with that stuff is the barriers between communication are still massive like right now if you were playing call of duty and you had people you know you've got the uh the old um you know situation that you you know snowbike mike is on one thing and and he's mm -hmm. on another and and Nick is playing with a, I don't know, flight controller on a PC or whatever he does these days. <laughs> uh, and, you know, everyone's on different things, but like the only solution, <laughs> the, the only solution you have for communication is Discord. So you would go to Discord. So mm -hmm. it makes it inverted flight controller, probably. <laughs> like, yeah, oh, definitely, definitely um, an inverted yeah. flight controller. That's Tam yeah, and, and Kevin together is one of those energies that I'm like, I don't think that we, we need too much of. It's scary. You know, the world ain't ready. <laughs> but yeah, like the, 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 the situation is like when you have more and more games enabling people to play together on whatever platform, but the communication lines are still so restricted. Microsoft stepping back and going, looking at what everyone is already using and going, let's buy that thing is just really smart because that's setting them up for the future. This mm -hmm. is this is the thing that everyone is going to use going forward when cross-platform is just the norm instead of the exception to the rule. Yeah, but absolutely. Even the so idea of like, hey, like, Let's say you, you sign up for Discord now and you get one free month of Game Pass. Can you imagine how many people like that oh, would yeah. bring in? 
that alone makes it yeah. like incredibly worth buying like one even you if you turn turn it into like you get one free game a month you know that's 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 a lot of people who are going to be making that jump onto um game pass yeah absolutely and you know here's the, the other thing to bring up is like where do people use discord computers or phones mm. guess where you can have game pass Computers, exactly. and phones, computers and phones right yeah. it's like the, there's built-in install bases there and granted there's all the problems with ios and all that stuff but still there are millions upon millions of android phones out there like there's there's a lot more going on here than, than meets the eye uh moving on though to story number two to the other side of the camp sony and playstation productions developing ghost of tsushima movie with john wicks chad stahelski directing whoa this comes from justin kroll at deadline Sony Pictures and PlayStation Productions are developing a film adaptation of the hugely successful action-adventure game Ghost of Tsushima with Chad Stahelski attached to direct. The game recently crossed a massive milestone of selling over 6.5 million copies since July 2020 when it debuted. Uh, Nibel on Twitter adds, also mentioned in the article, is that it sold 6.5 million copies since launch. The last number we got was 5 million sold last November. So still doing really well. Uh, Stahelski, Alex Young, and Jason Spitz are producing through their company, 8711 Entertainment. And uh, Asad Quizzlebatch and Carter Swan will produce on behalf of PlayStation Productions. Sucker Punch Productions will serve as executive producers. Peter Kang is overseeing the project on behalf of the studio. We're excited to be partnering with Chad and 8711 Entertainment to bring their vision of Jin's story to the big screen. We love working with creative partners like Chad who have a passion for our games, ensuring that we can create rich adaptations that will excite our fans and new audiences, said the head of PlayStation Productions. Uh, Stahelski's about to start shooting John Wick 4 after directing the first three films. Damn. 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 That is... That is like perfectly pitched news for <laughs> this, the kind of funny audience and mm-hmm. the kind of funny crew. I'm, I'm really, I'm really excited to see that. I'm glad Sony is leaning into their properties. I'm still, my worry is we have, we, we haven't had the fruits of one of these uh, endeavors yet to kind of be our, our foundation and our bar to judge by. I think mm-hmm. last of us is kind of like going to be the first, right? Well, my, uncharted is uncharted yeah uncharted yeah. yeah you're right um but like i yeah i'm i'm both nervous about it because we don't know what what state I, like is this going to be a, is this going to be a disney marvel situation or is this going to be another thing where it's like oh Uwe yeah. balls at it again um, <laughs> yeah 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 so it's tricky but i'm excited that um they're they're, they're doing the most with their they do they're making the most of their properties to to kind of give them life and the thing that i am really excited about is my hope is the games benefit for it like a higher oh, yeah. profile like, they will yeah yeah we've so seen like, it with the witcher right mm-hmm. you know exactly. the witcher series comes on netflix and all of a sudden there's a major spike in witcher 3 a game that at that point was five six years old uh i am extremely excited about this and i am optimistic based on the people attached and the way that it seems they're kind of going about this. Like there is a potential for this to be extremely awesome. So much can go wrong. And yeah, you know, there's the lightning in a bottle of like expecting anybody to be able to hit MCU is just, it's no, that's impossible. Mm. Uh, But there's also a roadmap built out for it. And it's like, things can change. And there's been enough video game movies out there uh, that have failed and enough at this point that have succeeded in some ways, specifically money. Um, that I think that 
there this could work i'm not saying it's going to but it could work but i do like mm. that they're going all in on it and it seems like in the right places i like that they're like some things are tv shows some things are movies here's how they're differentiating but playstation studios being this brand and specifically having executive producer sucker punch having neil Druckmann be part of uh the last of us show all of that's super important you look at the uncharted movie and it seems to not really have those elements and that's why i think that uh, that's the one that I'm most trepidatious about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even we look back and chat, or you're wrong, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, there was the Ratchet and Clank movie, which which I'm yeah. pretty sure predated the PlayStation Studios announcement of them doing more projects, but was PlayStation Studios. Like it did have the logo before it. Um, so, mm. and, and that wasn't that great, but <laughs> you know, baby steps, right? And it's like, we're, we're going to make some mistakes along the way. Uh, but I think the potential of this for PlayStation, for this these IP that we love so much is is absolutely huge. And I mean, I can't tell you how excited I am about Last of Us. Every single thing they say about it, I'm like, damn, they're knocking it out of the park for mm. what I believe can be a 10 out of 10 project. What, what do you think is the next Sony property that gets converted? <sighs> well, I mean, they're... It seems like they're going with their the big dogs, right? At some point, Horizon has to be coming up. You know, yeah, that's the one that I think I think is going to be going to be next. Like, what do you I, think I, it I, is? is it I feel like, I feel like it's a, a a series, and maybe even an animated series, like a super high end animated series. God of War could be a big one, but I feel like the struggle there is like they need they need to really be they need to be like at, at, a, at a run or a sprint before they go into god of war because that one requires a lot of like i think that's going to be a massive budget thing i agree it will require way more like investment in it um, i i think that god of war is going to be it's inevitable and i, I think that it is going to be their their big big avengers moment if we're going to talk about the yeah. mcu stuff um where it's not going to be a one-for-one comparison with the MCU, but I do think that Last of Us has the potential to be the Iron Man, where it's like, oh, shit, this is crazy. Uncharted, probably it's going to be the Thor Dark World, but that's fine. Uh, there's some fun to be had there, right? But getting yeah. to uh, the the Avengers moment of God of War, I imagine that knowing Sony, seeing the pattern of how they're, t- like how they're working on these projects, I can imagine that God of War Ragnarok comes out 2022 or whatever it is mm. uh and is hopefully amazing and i can see that cory ball Ballrock being like he is heading this up or at least a major part of whatever that movie is going to be yeah. um but of course all that has to be big lucrative the, the dollar signs need to be there and all this needs to mm. pay off but i'm starting Cor- to feel pretty good about this they're making good yeah. moves Cor- cory's got like uh history in in the in the hollywood world as well like he worked with you know george miller on mad max and if there's anyone in the in the uh sony kind of camp that i was like i would be like yeah that's a natural transition to not only like write it but like maybe be involved in directing and to some degree it would be him but yeah. I, the one that the one that i want is bloodborne obviously oh of course um, <laughs> i would i would kill for not a movie i think a series like mm. an and like here's my pitch Go for Anth- it. Anthology Strap series. in, everyone. Series, yeah. Anthology series where you don't think of it in the way that... not. I'm going to say True Detective, but like not like True Detective. 
more like you have a you have this series that's set in Yarnum and the world of Bloodborne, but each episode follows a different part of it. You have one which is on the church, one which is on the choir. You have one which is, you know, uh, Eileen episode. You have one which is all focused on Gaiman, and it's like together the stories are told, but they're about those characters. And over time, in the same way that you would piece together a story within the game, a Miyazaki game, you're learning about the world of Yarnum through the characters and their experiences. And by the time you're done, you understand the cosmic nature of it all. But because of the journey you've been through, you really, the thing that hits is the cosmic stuff, how it impacts the people on the on the ground level, the small characters and the personal journeys, they, the sacrifices they go through. So you get every facet of Bloodborne touched on because you can have like a story about the church and have a you can have a Ludwig story and see how that how that kind of like impacted um, the hunts and, and you know, the, the you can go you can have a Mikolash episode and see what the madness it causes. And every episode is a different story. You get a couple of seasons out of that. I'll, I'll write it. I'll direct it. Hit me up, Sony. <laughs> Uh, I remember a, a couple of months back, and I don't think I was on the episode of Games Daily for this, but there was talks about Twisted Metal as well, right? In some form. Uh, sure. <laughs> Cares. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I Twisted Metal, every time it comes out, I'm like, why? Why, do people, why are people so hung up on this franchise? <laughs> like, I, fucking, I love Twisted Metal. I talked about this on Gamescast recently, but it's like I, specifically the old ones, hold a very special place in my heart. And I don't know that it, it can work in 2021. That was the episode we actually talked yeah. about it in is games that won't work uh in modern time but like there's a story there and i feel like it, it could be a cool a cool movie it could also be edgy for edgy's sake and come out super yeah. cringy and awkward but like there's some cool stuff that i would i would much rather see a twisted metal story done right than a days gone story done right and i oh, say yeah. that only because days gone uh, has so many other similar things in that medium whereas twisted what. metal i think could have some unique flair to it if they did Twisted Metal as a cross between Mad Max and like a a, a a 90s era slasher flick where Sweet Tooth is just this like mad murderer, I would be into that. Like, give me that. I, I feel like they, yeah, I feel like the way you do Twisted Metal is like you make a, a movie that's unique and has just like a couple of little nods to it and then call it Twisted Metal instead of trying to adapt Twisted Metal as a whole. I, I like Twisted Metal a lot. I just feel like every time people are trying to bring it into it, like a new medium, I'm like... It's not going to work, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, But then the the last thing I want to say before we move on, and we talked about this as well on last week's Gamescast a little bit. We were talking about what we think Kojima's up to next and uh, what we think his next game will be. Will it be a new IP? Will it be a sequel to Death Stranding? Will it be uh, his take on an established IP? Blah, 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 blah. I have been thinking about it a lot. I do think that Hideo Kojima is going to direct a movie one day. And I would not be surprised if it's for PlayStation Studios. Oh, God, I hope so. And I, I, hope I, so. I wouldn't be surprised if we see a Kojima-directed movie for PlayStation Studios that's not even based on a PlayStation game. Huh, interesting. It's just them doubling down on Kojima. Like, that's what it is. It's the Kojima vision. Kojima's this is a movie. On the little prince. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But the wild thing is, like, Kojima, Kojima has so many like false start projects now before PlayStation, uh, the uh, the Death Stranding thing, um, that he could he could ha- be working on so many. Like at this point, he could jump onto one of those projects with uh, 
what's his face from uh, Walking Dead? Uh, Norman, Reedus. Norman Reedus. Norman Reedus. Guillermo del Toro. Mm-hmm. Junji Ito. Like, he could make... I, I want to see him do that, and I want him to just grab those people and be like, listen, me, Junji, and Guillermo have been hanging out. We've got a horror movie coming out based on nothing yep. that the PlayStation you know, family owns. Totally. And Take it yeah, to the bank, guys. Go, boom. I think Done. it's going to happen. I think it's going to happen. It. This is That's the official Tim Tam prediction for some day in the future. Lock it in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, our next story, uh, a little bit of a bummer, depending how you look at it, but... Good news overall, uh, Back for Blood is delayed. Turtle Rock Studios is working hard to make Back for Blood the best game it can possibly be at launch, and the team needs more time to do this. Therefore, we will release Back for Blood on October 12th, 2021. We thank our community for its continued support and are excited to share that there will be an open beta this summer. That's absolutely fine. Like I I don't know. I'm, I'm always, whenever a game's delayed because people are like, hey, we need more time, I'm like, go for it. And I... No game still has hit the high of Left 4 Dead for me. Um, I think a few games have come close. A few have tried, including developers. You know, Evolve was one of them that tried and didn't quite hit it. I want... I'm so desperate for a game like Left 4 Dead or a game to hit the highs of Left 4 Dead that I'm willing to, like, for this, which is from the developers of Left 4 Dead. If they want to take the time and I know that it's got a better chance of doing that, I'm down for that. Take your time. Make it a good game, man. Absolutely. I do think that this uh, would have been such a, a great, fun summer game, but we get the beta this summer. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to be able to to at least play it. I've been doing a little bit more PC gaming, so I, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm ready now to, yeah. to be able to squad up with, with the boys for this one. So that's that's exciting for me. But uh, but yeah, just like what you what you just said, like I feel like Evolve was a, a very ambitious idea and it was them trying to evolve <laughs> the uh <laughs> the idea of left for dead into what you know that at that point the next gen version of it could look like and i think that sometimes it's like you know what just just copy the thing like the new version of the thing should just be the old version of the thing but prettier and that's something i always talk about playstation about all-stars battle royale where it's like oh it's a smash brothers clone but it's not a smash brothers clone and that's the mm. problem it should have been just a fucking ripoff um and i think that with this they got something real special on their hands potentially and if they need more time to get there so be it and i think that's very key that there's a date attached and i think that october great for this game obviously get the horror vibes get all that stuff going uh but uh it's good that it's not delayed indefinitely and granted it might get delayed again you know it's the world we live in right now but um this is something fun to look forward to Everyone's everyone's now got the got the uh, cyberpunk fear where they're like, mm, "Are you a hundred percent sure this won't absolutely biff itself when it comes out?" And mm-hmm. I think it's a good thing that more developers and publishers have the cyberpunk fear. If anything, I think that's one of the best things that cyberpunk has given to us. No, not talking shit about cyberpunk. There's a lot of good in there and a lot to love in there. Um, but I think the most productive thing that it gave the world was that now developers and publishers are a little scared, more scared about kicking things out the door before they're ready to go really ready to go yeah um, so thank you very much cd project red <laughs> for giving us all this to talk about yeah. and think about but yeah with that uh you know prince of persia recently was delayed as well and that was an indefinite and with that definitely for me i'm like take your goddamn time <laughs> like mm-hmm. i really want them to get that right and everything we saw of it was not uh 
it wasn't making me feel too good about it. And I love Sense of Time so much. So I hope that they that they, they get it done. I believe that they can. I think they can turn it around. But with this, I want to give a major shout out to Capcom because for the last five years, Capcom had a real, real, real bad time for a while. But the last five years, they've just been coming out with banger after banger after banger with rare exception. And I love that with Resident Evil specifically, they've announced games and then released those games like within six months. And that goes back to or six months ish. But mm. Resident Evil 7, Resident Evil 2 remake, 3 remake. And now we're coming up on on Village. And it's like, I feel good that Village is not going to get delayed. It's going to come out uh in a little over a month like that's really cool yeah i'm i i yeah i feel fairly confident that village will hit its mark um i haven't heard or seen anything that indicates otherwise and yeah you're right capcom has been absolutely i mean like not let's not they pile some stinkers in between oh that's what <laughs> yeah. i'm saying there are exceptions yeah there sure. are exceptions but like i the idea of like announcing things and later and having it just come out quicker is so so much more like enticing to me and i feel way better about games that when they come out i don't games that are announced so far early because they need to be announced and you know stock and business and that kind of stuff the longer they're not around the more nervous i become about it like i'm a huge i'm very excited for elden ring um but it's been so long since it's, we've seen it that i'm like it's probably fine but there's a voice in my head like what if it's a, just a hot mess and i'm yeah. just like oh don't put people in that position where they can doubt the quality of your game just be just be like confident with it yeah it's interesting i i often talk about this but i've never talked about it with you tam but i i'm a firm believer that there are there needs to be different types of game announcements i don't think every game should be announced and come out within five months mm. i do think that there's a value to what i call unicorn games of things like elden ring things like what death stranding and final fantasy 15 and kingdom hearts 3 and all that stuff were of just things that like we're looking forward to that we know are going to happen at some point but aren't here right now breath of the wild 2 i think is even one of those things and yeah th there's cons that come with that as well of course but i do think that that type of like understanding of a, a console's life cycle and things that are long-term and short-term and mid-term that's what makes a console ecosystem the best yeah agreed i do i do those those kind of unicorn unicorn games definitely have their place they give us something to kind of perpetually be excited about and hopeful yeah. about but yeah I, for the most part you're right there should be different scales of video games kind of releases and announcements and i think there needs to be a better balance of it going forward yeah absolutely uh but before we go forward I want to tell you about our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by DoorDash. Did you forget the one thing at the store? Now you can get snacks, drinks, and household essentials in 30 minutes with DoorDash. DoorDash connects with, your, with the restaurants you love right now and right to your door. Here's the thing. This morning, I woke up. I forgot that I was hosting this show. I forgot I had to prep the, the whole run of show. So I couldn't go to Starbucks. So guess what? DoorDash. It solved my problems, baby. Now you can get the grocery essentials you need with DoorDash to get drinks, snacks, and other household items delivered in under an hour. Ordering is easy. You just open the DoorDash app, choose what you want from where you want, and your items will be left safely outside your door with the contactless delivery drop-off setting. For a limited time, you guys can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on your first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code GAMES2021. Uh, for Canadian listeners, use code GAMES C. 
That's 25% off up to $10 value and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code GAMES2021 in the U.S. and GAMES CA in Canada. Don't forget GAMES2021, GAMES CA in Canada. Next up, shout out to Gabby. We're all looking for ways to save money, especially now. So let me ask you this. How do you like to keep an extra $961 a year in your pocket? That's how much Gabby customers save per year on average on car and home insurance. That's a lot of money, guys. Why wouldn't you want to do that? That's why when shopping for insurance, you should use Gabby. This is the time of year we go shopping for insurance. Gabby takes the pain out of shopping for insurance by giving you an apples-to-apples -apples comparison of your nationwide coverage with 40 of the top insurance providers like Progressive, Nationwide, and Travelers. You just link your current insurance account, and in minutes, you'll be able to see quotes for the exact same coverage you currently have. Uh, Gabby's customers save $961 per year on average. Uh, and the, the cool thing is I have always just been living in fear that I might be wasting money when it comes to insurance and all that stuff. And Gabby was super easy for me to use. Turns out I'm good. I, there isn't more money for me to save, but that peace of mind is really reassuring, especially for something that's free and super easy to check. Uh, you're probably overpaying on car and home insurance. See how much Gabby can save you. It's totally free to check, and there's no obligation. Go to Gabby.com slash games daily. That's G-A-B-I dot com slash games daily. Gabby.com slash games daily. And finally, I want to give a shout out to our boys over at Game Attack. Uh, they've been doing their big march to the top thing. They are a all things considered smaller twitch channel they have thirty thousand followers and uh this month they are trying something absolutely insane i'm so proud of them they are trying to become the number one most subscribed channel on all of twitch um mm. a couple days ago they crossed 19 i don't remember exactly where they where they fell now but they are kicking ass and it's such a great thing to see go support them twitch.tv slash game attack team uh sean bolin their fearless leader over there has been writing us our ads to read every day but this morning he didn't send me one so i was like that's kind of weird so i called him uh to be like what do you want me to say and this boy was drunk off his ass and i'm like <laughs> what it is so early i know you're two hours ahead of me because you're in texas but what is going on right now and uh he was drunk i couldn't understand him he also had a bunch of like peppers in his mouth so he was like hot so he could barely talk so we're gonna call him right now and see what stage he's at um no i'm sorry, so sorry, he can do his own own little ad read oh this is gonna be amazing i hope <laughs> Oh, Tim Getty is calling Game Attack. What a man. <laughs> Sean Bolin, you are live right now on uh, Kind of Funny Games Daily. We're doing the ad read for Game Attack. We already got through all the, the rigmarole. We got through the stuff. I just want to know, how are you feeling, and what number are you guys at? I got Wendy's in my hand and titties in my fist, and we're going through the crew, and you, it's something you don't want to miss. I wrote that right for you just now. <laughs> okay, but what? Yeah, what? What? What number are you though? What rank are you? We're fifteen, motherfucker. Critical Royal can't handle this thirty thousand followed channel, even though they're amazing, talented creators. We're about to pass them up, <laughs> and we need the help of the best friends. Okay, okay. So, can help. Are, are are you guys live right now? We're so live. We're playing the Ubisoft's The Crew in a four-hour cross-country race. I tell you what. If we get 50 subs before we hit Sacramento, we're drinking. After that, if we hit 50 subs before we get to L.A., we drinking. If we hit 100 subs between L.A. and Albuquerque, wherever the hell Walter White lives, 
We, we doing another drink. And then Dallas to Miami, Miami to New York, New York to Jersey, Jersey to Detroit, Detroit to Chicago, Chicago, Salt Lake City, all the way back around to the Las Vegas Nevada. We're finishing maybe a top 14 spot on March to the top. Can you believe this shit? I can't, I can't fucking believe it. I'm so proud of you, Bullen. Uh, I, we, we all support you. The best friends are here for you. But uh, take care of yourself, okay? Don't drink and drive. Grayson, you missed a checkpoint. Oh, I think, dude. Yeah. Grayson, you legit missed a checkpoint. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to let you guys go. I love you. Bye. Screaming at each other now. There was a well, minute there where was he was something. like, <laughs> there was a Man, minute where bro. he was like, we're drinking, we're drinking, we're drinking. And then when we get to wherever Walter White lives, I was like, oh no, don't oh, say no. you're doing something else. But he just went with, oh, we're drinking. And I was like, thank God. Oh, thank God. I, honestly, guys, I don't know what that was. Um, I, I apologize, but also shout out to the boys. They're doing awesome stuff over there. So, woo. Back to uh, this fine news show, everybody. Mm-hmm. Next news story House Marks Returnal has gone gold. Very fun, exciting stuff. Returnal has finally gone gold. A huge thanks to everyone on the team at House Mark, PlayStation Studios, and all the other teams involved. We can't wait to have this out soon and for every player out there to experience the planet of Atropus. Uh, that was a tweet from House Mark themselves. Exciting stuff, man. Games going gold in 2021. Something we're not hearing a lot of. Mm, and like uh, Housemark, I'm very excited for this because Housemark absolutely put out some bangers. Like they have mm. been putting out bangers, and then they had that moment where they were like, "Listen, nobody's buying our bangers because nobody likes the bangers that we're making. So we're yeah. gonna try and make something different." Yeah, um, yeah. and uh, I'm very excited to see them kind of pivot into a new a new uh, genre, but also kind of see how they they take the the lineage and their expertise and bring that alive bring back bring that to life in a new way um i've seen a bit of the game and i'm super excited to see how it uh kind of unfolds that kind of almost third person shmup style game but with a kind of looped uh roguelike gameplay mechanic very into it um and there's even some bits which was like this makes me feel like metroid prime what's oh, going on interesting I, that it's funny you say that because to me every time i've seen this game it especially knowing the lineage of this team, I kind of feel like I don't really have my head wrapped around what it actually is. It kind of seems like a little bit of a lot of things and that's either going to work great at the end of it, or it's going to kind of come up and be like, Oh man, it, I really liked this element, but this other stuff didn't work so well. And like, we'll see. And we won't have to wait too long to, to find out April 30th. So that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Very excited. And uh, he, I just want to update you. So much longer. Yeah. After yeah, apparently the chat up. was saying that he just hung up. Uh, yeah, he thought I was still I, I on the phone. And he was was still talking. <laughs> That's the kind of energy. You know what? I would <laughs> I would gladly have that energy on a Thursday because we're we're at Thursday now. I'm like, what is life? Um, make it to Friday. When will the weekend get here? But if you are like them and just like still talking on a phone to no one. Yeah, that's yeah. you know you ain't got you ain't the concept of time is a myth at that stage. So uh, he, you're already in the weekend. He just texted me, Timmy, Timmy, Timmy. I love Timmy. LOL, JK. <laughs> but thanks so much, man. I watched. Uh-huh. I watched him text him. <laughs> oh, I didn't know what he was texting, Lord. but I figured it was something uh, they, like that. <laughs> God, God, someone, God. someone, please like go back to their stream and find a clip of him carrying on talking to Tim while Tim is obviously <laughs> hung up on him ages ago. 
<laughs> so yeah somebody like when this is all over i need you to edit together a clip of this show like our side and their yeah. side together side <laughs> roger please <laughs> yeah get on it uh next and final news story for the day former nintendo of america president reggie fizeme is leaving gamestop's board of directors this comes from ethan gak over at kotaku Serving on GameStop's board of the directors was just one of longtime video game executive Reggie Fils-Aimé's post-Nintendo of America pastimes, but less than a year into his tenure, the company announced it expects him to step down in June. fils is one of eight other board members set to be replaced at GameStop's 2021 annual meeting of shareholders in the summer, including former CEO of Walmart U.S. William Simon and PetSmart president and current PetSmart CEO James Simonick. Quote, turnover among our board may disrupt our operations, our strategic focus, or our ability to drive stockholder value, the company writes in the filing. If we fail to attract and retain new skilled personnel for our board, our business and growth prospects could disrupt our operations and have a material adverse effect on our operations and business. Fisame hasn't spoken publicly about issues at the company since he joined. Neither has GameStop for that matter. CEO George Sherman provided very little additional insight during the company's earnings call this week, the first since it had taken off as a meme stock, declining to answer questions or provide any meaningful details on what the company's future plans are. That that financial call was wild. Like I I was when I went in there, I was like, I'm ready to take hella notes. I'm ready to report the shit out of this. And they were like, GameStop is a company that exists. We hope to exist next year too. See you later, everyone. <laughs> like, Holy shit, what's going on? They didn't answer any questions. They acted like the whole like uh, the stock stuff just didn't happen, and they just moved on. Honestly, that's, that's the cool. tactical okay. move. That's what you do. You're like, yep. <laughs> yeah, everything, everything is is, is uh, functioning to a degree, and uh, yeah. uh, we'll see you all later. <laughs> yeah. Despite, yeah, broadly speaking, despite circumstances, we are fine. Goodbye, everyone. That was it. <laughs> I was like, fuck, man. What? Uh, Gondor's Condor writes in and says, Greetings, Tim Tam. Reggie has left GameStop less than a year after joining its board of directors. After this past year, which saw it openly disregard COVID safety measures and stock market wackiness, has GameStop hit a new low? And what realistic future does it have now? Thanks for everything. I, I, so I'm, I, GameStop is the thing that, you know, over the last year or two, me living here, I've slowly, I've been into one once and I was like, yeah, I know what this is, this place is, but I feel like it has a, <laughs> I, it has the same kind of vibe where it is, it's not long for this world. Like, but at the same time, it will somehow keep hanging on. In the UK, we have Game, which is basically the exact same store. Um, mm. And I used to work at one and it sucks on every conceivable level. <laughs> but somehow, like, they, they get to the brink of collapse and then just manage to claw it back. And I feel like we're going to get a few more years of that. Um, does it have a future? I feel like we're at the stage now where I don't... It seems like... I mean, the the shareholder, the, the CEO gave no confidence. Like, I was joking earlier that they just didn't ask any questions and didn't really say anything of meaning. But that's exactly what happened. And the result of that is... I have no confidence that there's a strategy. I have no confidence that there's an understanding of where they need to go. It just feels like they're just winging it day to day. So does it have a future? If it does, if there is a plan, it's not clear because day by day, seemingly it becomes more and more irrelevant and it struggles to find any way to get a foothold within this industry in a way that it can remain present and meaningful. 
Um, I don't know, maybe start selling more Funko Pops. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing, you know, the, to answer the question here, has it hit a new low? Uh, I mean, I think the easy answer is yes, but I think they're going a little deeper than that. It's not so much that it's a new low as much as just keep stepping in different lows. And at some point, all of the lows are going to add up to just be like, to tell this story that man like when does gamestop just not exist anymore and the other side of it is does it ever not exist or will it always be here just in some constantly evolving form uh of turning into whatever it needs to be at the time whether it is a funko pop store or more of a nerd culture clothing type thing because like we're all here easily making fun of the gamers out there you know what i mean we're gamers and gamers 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 but the reality is there's a lot of gamers out there <laughs> like there's a mm -hmm. lot of people that uh wear the shirt that you just got semi unironically you know what i mean or there's a lot of people out there that would wear that shirt or, or they would see other people in that shirt and not get the joke you know what i mean and i think that those people are the ones keeping gamestop in business for the most part and there's a army of them so we'll see how this all goes kev i sent assets a, a picture if you could bring that up um right. does, does, has gamestop started selling snacks yet because that's that's one of the things that game started oh, doing man, i hate this picture tim I mean, they've always had like, like just the little, like the, the chips and the little tiny oh. things, but it's never been like a whole on, whole on situation, mm. you know. But uh, this this picture, Tam, breaks my fucking heart. Oh, my this God. is a picture. True. This is a picture of a Best Buy, the the physical Blu-ray media section, so physical oh, movies. Wow. And this is as of this week the the new standard for all Best Buy stores. Um, so there will oh. be some exceptions. Your vacation may vary. Your location may vary and all that stuff. Uh, but this is the standard of what they're going with. One aisle. One single aisle. Talk about not long for this world. Ugh, you know it what? hurts, man. That is, that is like genuinely heartbreaking. That sucks. But also, right. it will speed up all your... You know, you, the other couple of weeks ago, you guys were talking about your like route through a Best Buy. Yeah. Much, much quicker now. Just yeah, straight in. That's one of those like moments that I don't want to be fast. Me and Kev just walking through a Best Buy, taking our goddamn time, look, holding and looking at movies that we already own, but they just feel different because those aren't well, now ours. Well, they're in 4K, you know, and this know. is the hard the the metal box. Sometimes Tim, you have moments you, where you don't you have moments where you don't want to be fast, but because of different various reasons, it just ends up you need to be fast. You end up being fast, and you know you can you just, just have to live with that. It doesn't make going. you. you yeah, you don't. It doesn't make you a lesser man. It just means that you had an off day. You just gotta roll with it and go. Get back on the horse. You're Get right. Get back on the horse. Yeah. Thank you for that inspiring speech. I don't think there's a better way to end games daily, but we do have a couple <laughs> things we have to get through first. So we're gonna do that. One of those things includes the uh, games that are coming out, and they're far away. And I didn't come up with a good segue. But Tam, where are, what, what's happening? Uh, the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform, as listed by Kind of Funny Games Daily show hosts each and every weekday, is coming up now. And 
Oh, it's loud. The kids are saying. Did you hear I heard, music it, I heard it this time. Yeah. I heard it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So it makes more sense now. <laughs> I don't know why I did that as well because I I watched the show, so I, so I should know this. And I was just like, <laughs> Yeah, but Tim. Well, Tim, it, it only happens really when I host, and I only host with you. So yeah, it's true, like, before you go on, I just want to compliment your room. I haven't seen this color scheme yet. I don't think, and I am I am loving it. This is real nice. I decided to try and match it with the kind of like nitro rifle vibe oh, oh, that I'm wearing. Beautiful. I'm like I'm full on like Andy Cortez uh, stand. I was gonna say the other uh, word, um, which is four letters and ends in P, but I think that gets you banned off Twitch now. So. Yeah, oh, oh gotcha <laughs> gotcha gotcha i had to think about that for a second i'm like uh um so the games coming out today are body quest is coming to nintendo switch crash bandicoot on the run is available for free now on ios and android i've been playing it a bit it's an endless runner and at the end of the day i don't think there is any ip that is more set up to be an endless runner than crash mm -hmm. bandicoot mm -hmm. and they do a good job with it uh, it has all the same mobile game bullshit that I don't really like of like, some things just go slower than I'd like. There's way too much text bubbles popping up. And I'm like, this isn't fucking Fire Emblem. Like, I don't need to know all of this lore. <laughs> just let me play the goddamn game. But uh, it's fun and it's free. So check it out. And uh, the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 remake next gen update comes out tonight at 9 p.m. I am so excited. Let's fucking go. Got to get that 120 frames per second. Tony Hawk goodness. Mm -hmm. uh new dates for you night squad 2 holds court on switch xbox and pc on april 14th total war rome remastered is scheduled for release on april 29th secret government is leaving early access on april 15th humankind delayed to august 17th and spell break 2 chapter 2 the fracture coming april 8th with a new dominion mode leak ranked matches and more wow they said it couldn't be done <laughs> they did it Wow. Uh, some little squad up. No, 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 no. Yes, squad up for you here from BJ Bernardo, Bernardo who says, Hi, y'all. Not a question, but suggestion for the must-read segment of the show. Uh, the article is called Asian American Game Developers Experience Minari from IGN. It's by Matt Kim about being an Asian American in the gaming industry. I think it's a great read and opened my mm -hmm. eyes to a few things. I read it as well. It is awesome. Go check it out. Matt's the homie. Yeah. And it's it's really cool stuff. IGN.com, the Asian American in gaming article. Did you see this yet, Tam? Yeah, yeah. Um, Matt's, uh, I mean, like, IGN has lots of incredible people, but Matt is a great writer, and I love reading his stuff, and he really dug into there. And it's, it's eye-opening for everyone. Like, it's just, whether, you, whether you're, like, you feel like you're woke and you understand this stuff and you're paying attention to the social issues or not, there's a lot of really interesting insight and, and it's really worth, worth reading. Um, great work by Matt on that. Absolutely. Go check that out. Thank you, BJ Bernardo, for submitting that. Uh, and now it is time for You're Wrong to see what we got wrong today. Uh, man, I pulled it up and it was nothing and I was like, yeah, and then it all popped in and I was like, damn it. <laughs> um, Let's see. Kebab says Tim is correct. It Ratchet and Clank had the PlayStation Studios logo at the start. In fact, Sony literally just copied the graphic for the current game studio logo. That's interesting. I wonder. So PlayStation Studios, are they going to use the same brand entirely for movies, the movie division and the games division? Because that's hmm. that's kind of cool. Yeah, that would make a lot of sense. That would be. I mean, like. Yeah, that it's the it's the Nintendo seal of approval just like blown out to multiple things, right? Like you, 
if people are already associating um, that seal with high quality games, why not just stick it on movies? Why not stick it on some cereal? Chuck it on a burrito or two. Hell yeah, man. A burrito or two. I love that. Uh, in the chat, Nanobiologist saying is, no, it didn't. It was PlayStation Originals. And Kebab says, fuck, you're right. So there's a you're wrong of a you're wrong live happening right now. Um, but interesting. Cool. I'll have to check some shit out on YouTube later. Um, Montezuma says, if there's an Avengers movie PlayStation IP, it's obviously PlayStation All-Stars. That's, that is not going to happen. <laughs> and also so, so many years down the line. That's more of an end game than an Avengers. <laughs> I don't know uh, why, what that movie would be. Jeez. Then a biologist says the Twisted Metal is supposed to be a TV show made by the Deadpool people. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just Timmy Buddy says, not that you're wrong, but Sean Bowling kept talking and passionately talking about kind of funny after Tim hung up. He didn't know Tim hung up until you asked if Tim was still on or had hung up when they started yelling. <laughs> that was drunk yep, little bastards. That's it. I fucking love him. Uh, so, Tam, this has been great. Once mm-hmm. again, where can people find you and your amazing work? Uh, you can find me just talking nonsense on twitter at tomorrow h um my work you can find on GameSpot. uh we're doing i've got a video going up this weekend on mass effect hopefully and then i'm also on uh the after dark podcast um which goes up on fridays and is a lot of fun um and then i'm streaming pretty regularly on twitch at tomorrow h i have had a bunch of people from the uh kind of funny community a bunch of best friends hop in and be like hey uh coming from kf just wanted to watch you stream so thank you so much to everyone who has come over from this community everyone's always been super kind and super nice to me and i really really do appreciate it it feels good to have that kind of crossover and it's always good people but yeah if you want to watch me play games uh tomorrow hitch on uh twitch you know we we've helped game attack become the number 15 most subscribed twitch channel <laughs> i want everyone let's let's help to more age on twitch on I, tv slash to more age become at least the number 999 yeah, i'll take that highest sub twitch channel every yeah, sub counts I, guys i want to see some subs let's go all, all, all my all my all the money i get from subs is going to charity as well so i i i'm just streaming for the fun of it um so i am collect collecting up the cash and i will donate that to charity so if awesome. you do sub what a guy. You're doing it for a good, cute cause. What a guy. Uh, and if you want to see more of this guy, you should go to patreon.com slash games because we're about to do the Patreon exclusive post show. I'm excited for it. What are we going to talk about? You'll have to watch to find out. Mm. Until next time, bye.